0: Going on. I got some true to tell. This is You're Don't Cut Me Off. Let me finish Podcast like My name is G Weave. I'm back in the building. Yeah. Let's get it started. Take off the fufu take off the couches, take off the WiFi, take off the money phone, take off the car loan, take off the flex and the white loss. Take off the weird ass jewelry I'ma take ten steps, then I'm taking off top off. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? Had to come in with the boy Kendrick Lamar. It's been a couple days. Been kind of sick, back on deck. Time to go full throttle. Got a lot of things I want to talk about, want to jump into, it's just a, a whole bunch of around the world, it's the kind of sports stuff
1: to talk about today, so I got a lot of things to get off my mind, but right now,
0: you already know who I'm about to do, man, I'm about to go ahead and just grind my gears, baby,
1: so let's get it started. Yeah, so... Kevin Durant man, he put this thing out with David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, and Shaquille O'Neal basically saying which three of these players would be an MVP in today's game. I love KD, but seeing that those three players are Hall of Famers and the disrespect by basically just saying which one. When in my eyes, all three, it's not even a question. It's not a debate. Come on, man. It's not a debate. David Robinson, defender, very underappreciated, can score, can hit the mid-range, can defend, block, runs like a gazelle. Patrick Ewing, low post, mid-range jumper, defense, Shaq disrespectful you shouldn't even have him up in there you shouldn't have none of them but especially Shaq you was not disrespectful enough to put a king, because you already know come on man be more respectful these big men is sweet the center for Denver he aight he ain't got nobody he going against he going against Shaq he getting destroyed going against David Robinson he getting defended he going against Patrick he getting defended What he got going for him is he got a jump shot. Just because you got a jumper and you can shoot the three don't make you a great player. If you can't bang, you can't lead your team, you ain't led his team to a championship. David led his team to a championship, along with Tim Duncan. and Shaq led his team to a championship. Come on, man. The only big man I can see right now. Uh, in the modern era, that's a mold and that's a cut from them, is uh, Embiid, who embodies everything. But if Embiid, even if he didn't have a three, he couldn't be stopped. So it's just, that's just disrespectful. That's not a topic. It's nothing to debate. You know? It's nothing to debate. It's like debating what's better, chocolate milk or white milk. It's not a debate straight drinking, chocolate milk. That's easy. (laughs) So, that is, yeah, that just took me for a swerve. I had to swerve on that one. And I had to think about it. I was like, "Okay, did he just really say that? I'm tripping. Anyway. On to my boy, Coach Saban from Alabama. Man. (laughs) One thing I can say about uh, Nick Saban, he kind of a hypocrite, but I get what he was trying to say. I'm not going to take it as far as say that they paying the players, but it's a lot more opportunity in Texas with all that big business and all that uh, advertising dollars out there. It's a little bit more enticing as far as that is concerned. And most of these different places offer that. Miami, um, where else? Uh, any any big market, you know, uh, can offer a lot of more money. Even, I'm going to say, these New York teams is going to start getting in the mix uh, as far as being able to uh, lure players. Just off that, the fact of the matter is if they would have been taking care of these college players, Putting some type of stipend in place, maybe two thousand a month, three thousand, depending on the school and their finances. You know, no less than a thousand uh, to me um, a month, and if not a thousand, at least two thousand. That's a thousand dollars basically every two weeks. You know, and the schools that could afford a little more, they can do a little more. But to me, they put themselves in this place. They could have easily avoided all this if they would have gave the players some type of compensation because they're killing their body and then they kill their body in college and then you know hopefully they go to the pros but they kill their body even more than these things that's happening with the CTEs you know their brains getting scrambled like a batch of eggs and they have to live with that for the rest of their life you know you got people that and players that have killed themselves so they, they, their body goes through a lot of abuse from uh, Pop Warner all the way to the NFL so they have to be compensated, and I get that. I get what he's saying. But in the end, it is what it is. I don't believe that you should be flat out just paying the players. But in reality, is they've already been doing that anyway. So now it's just help them to even legitimize it a little bit by saying, "Hey, you know, come sign autographs for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, or for so many dollars per autograph." and then at the same time, line in pocket. Who, who are you to say that, hey, um, they didn't earn that money through their likeness? So yeah, I mean, NCAA, they got their hands full. It's a, it's a gray area. They gotta be able to take care of it. So, but Nick Saban can't be a, really a hypocrite like that. You got a quarterback that's getting paid almost a million dollars. And like I said, he deserves it because his lame and likeness is being used. He needs to be compensated. But do I believe all 50 players are going to be getting lame name and likeness contracts? No, not at all. It's always going to be the top players. That's why they should have something in place where these players can get some type of income uh, a month, you know, just, just so they can survive simple things, groceries, little money in their pocket, things like that. You guys also want them guys to play spring ball. So they really not having a day off. So. Y'all, that's the least y'all can do. A lot of these families are struggling, don't have money, can't afford to really send their kids stuff, and then they can't work. So, you know, y'all having these big, fancy uh, auditoriums, uh, big, fancy uh, stadiums, uh, big, fancy gyms, um, hundreds of millions of dollars are being poured in, and you're going to say you can't afford to do that? I don't believe that. So I'm not really tripping about that. I understand what he's saying. He's frustrated, but in the end, it is what it is, and like Alabama always do, they adjust. So if they have to get on like that, they'll, they'll recruit some of them boosters to come in there and help level out the game. So it's unfortunate, but hey, like I said, man, it is what it is. Moving on. So I didn't get a chance to talk about the Bucs and the Boston series, and the Phoenix, and the Mavs series. So, like I say, man, I ain't making no excuses for neither one of the teams that uh, were in the championship game last year. They lost, injuries happened, ain't no excuse. All you gotta do and, and all you gotta understand is health is important. Having depth on your bench is important, and coaching is important. You must treat all seven games As all hands on deck, and you should never try to stick with what works because it's win or go home. You have to utilize everybody. The players in which you have, if it ain't been working and you still going with them, that's a foolish decision. You can't be on a ship that's sinking. You have to pull some life preservers and see if you can save as many people as you can. And that's how it is. If you're going down, go down in flames, man. Don't just go down. You know, give yourself an opportunity. Get somebody else in there. See if a spark can happen. And that's the mistake that the coach for the Bucks made. He didn't utilize everybody. You know, you made transitions throughout the year, and then you don't use them. You, gra- you draft players on your team, you play them throughout the regular season, and then you don't use them. Man, if I got a player that I trust in that ain't playing or ain't looking good, I'm going to use somebody else. I got to see if I can get a spark somewhere. You never know. Players like Tyler Hero, Jordan Poole, they got drafted. They got playing time. They got better. The coaches began to trust in them. You have to put them in spots to show, to see if they can show you if you can trust them. You just can't sit there and oh man he didn't play well this game man they're young it's going to be up and downs it's it's a hard league it's not an easy league you know phoenix you know they underestimated dallas dallas played their life out and they was able to overcome with a high level games from luka doncha and that's what happens when you have a superstar or transcending player but when you don't have you know enough scoring prowess to be able to compete uh, with a team once they get hot, you know, you're in trouble. And that team stepped up, played good defense. Uh, Chris, uh, not Chris, but um, Jason Kidd basically called out Luca, saying, hey, man, you got to help on defense. We got you. We understand the offensive part. We need your help. And once he he bought, bought into that, man, everything leveled up and changed. You know what I'm saying, and uh, you know y'all hear uh, Kendrick in the background, man. I'm showing sure dedication because the man got an awesome album, so you know I got him turned down a little bit while I'm talking. You know I got to show him that love, but yeah, man. So like I was saying, um, yeah, man, Phoenix. They just didn't. They just. They just lost, man. Dallas played good. I, I don't look at anybody choking. You know when you when you start taking away from the other team, you know then basically you're saying that that team shouldn't have won. Basketball is an individual sport uh, as far as the player on the, on, the, on the floor. You have to put a certain sort of effort to play hard and have some type of chip on your shoulder when you're going against your opponent because your opponent is trying to kill you. So, I think players just step up in certain moments. Uh, Giannis had a historic run. They lost a key component uh, but We've seen uh, teams who had championship aspiration lose key players, so there's no whining, no excuses. All of us can do is come back next year. Hopefully, they get better players, uh, keep the team that they have in place, get some more uh, uh, players around you that you can trust that can step up in moments if you lose somebody. I think that's what the Bucks have to do. Other than that, they find the championship window is open. As far as Phoenix, I have no idea. Uh, that situation with Aiden, um, Chris Paul is getting a little older, still played good. Uh, you know, they got some decisions to make over there, but overall, man, you know, I just uh, tip my hat to the Boston Celtics, did what they had to do, played a, whole of, a hell of a game. Uh, as you're seeing, you know, Giannis got the standing ovation from the Boston crowd. They appreciate greatness, man. He, he just needed a little bit more help, and he, lo- he needed a little bit more uh, better coaching, and better uh, 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 help from his teammates, and it's, it's sad the way he went down. But you know, you know, he's gonna use this as a uh, 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 motivation for next year because he got the mama mentality for sure, just like Jason Tatum and the Boston Celtics. They showed the mama mentality, so you appreciate that type of play. That's why that was the most watched Game Seven uh, since 2012, because you had everybody out there putting it on the line with injury everything fatigue everything it was just beautiful beautiful to watch so yeah I, I appreciate that play you know what I'm saying but like I always say hey man you gonna get you gonna you gonna you, you put out you put out a lot of you put out a lot of heart and hard work it pays off so the young kids check this out and look at the situation I man hard work pays off never give up you can be down but don't just because you're down you're not out and the boss of celtics showed you that <laughs> on to the current series Golden State Warrior handled their business against the Dallas Mavericks the one thing I say about Dallas and this Golden State situation look this is not a good matchup for Dallas and this is why I say Luka can get his points but the rest of them are not going to be able to I don't believe uh, what I can say rise to the occasion against this uh, Golden State team that's very lanky and great defenders. So, I just think they're going to play Luka. Luka can get 40, and I still think they're going to lose. You got got Wiggins that's going to harass them. They can throw Draymond on them. Um, Yeah, you got Looney. I just think this time around for him, It's going to be too many bodies that can just disrupt him and and try to get him out of rhythm. Like I said, he's going to get his points, but I think it's a possibility that Dallas can get swept, but we'll see. They're not definitely not losing this series. If they win this series, it's going to be because Luka started to play at a level out of this world, and then he got some help from some other people. That's unexpected. You know, them not having uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. is devastating. uh, If they had him, I would give them a puncher's chance, but by not having him. Luca, like I said, he'll adjust. He'll probably get his points. But I believe Steve Kerr probably just saying, hey, you know, we're not going to be able to stop him. Let's just make it hard for him and make other people step up. You know, and that's why it's very important when you construct your roster that you get the players that you know that can step up in the playoffs. It's not about the regular season. You're building and, and getting yourself ready for the championship run when the playoffs start. If you can't get good players you can trust, then you're probably going to be down to just playing six or seven players, and I believe if you got 12 to 15 players on the bench, you need to be going damn near 12 deep, and that's why you need to get players in there that can contribute. Every single player on the team needs to contribute, not just four or five, and if you don't trust a player and don't play him, then he don't need to be on the team, period. Why the fuck do you have a player on the team if you don't trust him? That's a bad investment. That's a waste of time, and you shouldn't have drafted him. And you got to give them an opportunity. You got to let him play. You don't get better sitting on the bench. I'll say that over and over again, and I always say that. But moving on, the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. You, I think that's going to be a good series. Uh, Miami uh, got, out, got, got out of that uh, with a win. Butler played very well. I think, uh, again, Miami poses a little different um, threat to Boston due to the fact they got defenders. Tatum's going to have to play on both ends of the floor with Jimmy because Jimmy played both both ends. Um, he's going to make it tough for him. Tatum going to adjust like he always do because he's a good and great player. But I just think he's going to be working on both ends of the floor. Jalen Brown uh, going to have to work. Uh, they need smart back. Horford going to have to do what he did. Uh, the young man, Brown, who had a hell of a game, or, uh, uh, or or Williams, I think that's his name, Grant Williams, who had a hell of a game against the Bucks. he didn't show up. Like I said, them, them, them type of players you need, man, in clutch, clutch situations, they, they, they give you 27 out the blue. And then, you know, they might go back to normal, back to scoring 8 and 10. But in them clutch moments, they give you them big points you need to get you over the hill. So he's going to have to show up. But they got a lot of dogs over there on defense and uh Butler, Tucker, Bam, uh, Hero's a good defender. Uh, yeah, man, uh, over Depot. It's gonna be a good series. Uh if I had to say who gonna win, I'm gonna lean towards Miami, but I wouldn't be surprised if Boston won either. Uh once they get they uh, get a little foot uh, uh get themselves uh, get their footing underneath themselves. And start to adjust because that's that's what they, they had to do with the Bucks. They began to adjust and started to figure out how the Bucs is trying to play. And once they figure that out, uh, it should be a good series. But again, I'm going to lean towards Miami and it being a Miami and Golden State championship. And uh, yeah, and as far as that is concerned, ah, I'm probably going to lean towards um, uh, Golden State due to the fact they got better shooting. They also got good defense, same as uh, Miami, but I just think the shooting is a little bit better over there in uh, Golden State, but it, it'll be a beautiful thing because you're gonna have uh, basically three Wisconsin players, a Marquette Warrior on the floor all at the same time, which is far as Tyler Hero, um, Jordan Poole, uh, Kavon Looney, and then you got Jimmy Butler. All people that resided at some point in time or lived in Wisconsin. So, hey, I'm I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I'm a Bucks fan. I wish my team was there. It is what it is. But I, I want to see that uh, championship game due to the fact of the Wisconsin uh, history there. So much love, and, and that's what I would like to see. But other than that, moving on. Let's get started on what I'm talking about. So, man. So, man, listen.
0: You having all these sportscasters out here just talking and talking and talking. But football season about to start at some point in time. The draft is, is over. Uh, and players are starting to get their footing. We're about to find out the pretenders. And the fakers. And the reason I'm going that direction is because, you know, they were doing a thing about how many games the Green Bay Packers are going to win, how many games is Pat Mahomes going to be able to get over the hill without Tyreek, if Buffalo finally going to slay the giant and the Kansas City Chiefs. All these great storylines. The Sean Watson, is he going to be suspended for six games and so on and so on. Look, like we said and like everybody said, The game is played on the field. We can make plenty different, uh, what I say, predictions. But until we see these players on the field get together, we can't really say anything. But I'm going to go down the line here, and I'm going to start with the Green Bay Packers. So, now everybody is like, oh, man, the Green Bay Packers, look what they drafted. They got studs on defense. They should win 13, 14 games. They should. But as we see, they keep poo-pooing and downplaying the loss of Devontae Adams. And they downplaying the fact that Aaron Rodgers does not show trust in young receivers. Look, he got away from uh, Alan Lazard. He didn't want to throw to him, and he was wide open because he dropped a couple passes. Now you think him having some young receiver coming in or receivers coming in Plus, with the cast that he already has that he don't trust is going to get better. He's going to have to elevate his players around him now. That pressure is on him to do that. And he ain't good at that. He's good at playing the blame game. You sabotage Jordan Love's career. The Packers refuse to move forward with him. Now they're looking for a way to trade him. You know, that's what happens when you don't fully, fully invest in your draft picks, you waste them, and that's what he did with uh, Jordan Love by being a really a behind-the-scenes hater. Dude's a hater, and and that's a fact. You know what I'm saying? So now, where we at is now he got to step up. You got your money now, you got to produce. And I'm gonna tell you like this: the the, the the production is not gonna be. It's gonna be there. They're not winning a the championship. They're not winning another ring. Aaron's to collect his money. They wasted their first-round draft pick. He, he won't develop uh, because they refuse to develop, to develop him because they worry about stroking Aaron's ego. I don't care if you got a great defense. If your quarterback cannot perform in the playoffs, you're not going to win. He can be all-world all the time like he always is. But I'm going to tell you like this. Packers are not winning another Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, that quarterback. Unless they make some outstanding or out-of-this-world pick, They're not going to win another championship. They need to focus on, at some point, if it ain't going to be Jordan Love within the next draft or two, if not this one the next year, they need to draft his successor in place right away. And that's just how I feel. And I just think that Aaron is such a narcissistic individual. That he's incapable of being a team player. And he's incapable to be uh, about the organization. It's all about him. And now it's all about you. You don't have um, Devontae Adams to fall back on anymore. So maybe it be a good thing. We'll see. But I, I don't foresee them going to the Super Bowl at all. So that, that, that ship has sailed. Aaron got what he wanted. He also stifled their development of the next quarterback for them, but and, and like I said, fans here in Wisconsin don't like him anyway. So you know, you know, I you know I'm a play I'm a play uh, uh, a conspiracy here. He's an African American quarterback. Uh, we have not seen an African American quarterback here uh, be a quarterback, and, and as you can see, it's funny that he can't get an opportunity, but all the Caucasian quarterbacks do. That's just my opinion. That's just my. That's 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 funny. It's always something that he's struggling here or struggling there. But when you don't give a person a real opportunity, and then you get these, uh, hating sportcasters here in uh Wisconsin, that is ridiculous. You know, it's just the hate is you know no, no opportunity, no chance. You know these idiots on air. You know when you when you're sitting there and you had you were trying to be a sportscaster, you have to get a chance. You have to get an opportunity to show that you're good, right? Somebody got to give you a chance. If you don't get a full chance, how can you show that you're great? That's why I say shut the hell up. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. In order to develop, you have to play a lot. That's anybody. But like I said, that's what it, that's what it is when you want to keep the great white hope in place and you don't want to move on. So when they fall flat on their face, I'm not going to have any problem with that because, like I said, the state we're in anyway is half of a racist state anyway. So, yeah, so I'm going to play that card. Uh, moving forward, uh, Pat, Patrick Mahomes not having Tyreek Hill. Hey, look, man. I've always said, though Tyreek Hill is a great receiver, he's five foot ten. I've always said, if you look at the uh, the standard height for a quarter or a receiver, you know that you, it, to make to to be able to make uh, a big plays and jump balls, you know you want to be at least you know I'm gonna say five eleven, uh, at least have a high vertical, uh, but I'm gonna say six foot one man and up. You know, uh, you need big receivers and if you, you know, I mean, and great route running, you know, you need to be able to throw the ball up. You look at San Diego, them, them, them receivers, six, five, six, five, six, six, man, they got athletes. They throw the ball up. They can jump and get it. You can't do that all the time. These corners are tall, six, one, six, two, they lanky and they can jump. So you need big receivers. that have great, great body control, man. And I just think, uh, they have, they have to go big in receivers And they just have to get – they got an explosive receiver. And um, the receiver that they receive uh, from the Packers, they don't have great hands. But, I mean, he has good speed and he's tall. And I just think that's what they need. They don't need a slot receiver trying to be a number one receiver. Though Tyreek was a number one receiver, I'm not hating. Uh, So, yeah, I think, you know, it's a wait and see. Um, The um, Buffalo Bills, look, they loading up. These teams are loading up and getting prepared to the point where there's no more excuses. It's going to be tough for Pat Mahomes to get another ring. They had a couple cracks at it, and it didn't pan out. So they're going to have to sword fight now through the AFC, which is by far the toughest of the division that I have seen uh, 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 in, in, in in a long time, in about a good 10 years. The AFC is looks hard. If you can come out the AFC, man, You've done earn it. You know, Cincinnati Bengals. We're going to see if the swag carries over. Man, hey, the piper is coming, bro. A lot of these young players that's killing have to get paid. It's some decisions that's going to have to get made. Are you going to be competing for Super Bowls for years to come? Or are you going to be sitting in a, in a deficit or uh, in, in the red because you can't afford to keep everybody and you're losing players? That's what's going to get ready to happen. You know, so Buffalo, we're going to see, man, they they they, they helped out uh, Allen. They got him a lot of uh, – got some pieces on defense. They always uh, adding to the offense. Man, it's like, hey, man, this is their year. I'm looking at Buffalo should get to the Super Bowl this year. I like Kansas City, but I got Buffalo going to the Super Bowl this year out the AFC as far as, as far as Cleveland is up in the air, and it's up in the air because we don't know how many games the Sean Watson is going to be suspended. If you suspended six games and you gotta have Baker Mayfield, not saying Baker can't win, but that means he has to hold the ship. And and holding the ship is going 500. So if they can do that until Deshaun, we all know what Deshaun is. And let's not play. He haven't played, but when he did play, he was the best player on the team. He did everything. And he his last year was 33 touchdowns, I believe, seven interceptions. And he was the team. He's a top five quarterback. So let's not let's not act like the pickup that they got isn't a major pickup. He's worth all $230 million. But see, when Pat Mahomes got his money, there was no blowback. It's because of the cases that he has hanging over his head. And it has something to do with him. I don't care, man. I, you know, I throw the race card out there again, man. Is, is there upset because it's a black man? You know, I, I watched Ben Roethlisberger have a, a, something pent on him. And was, was there a movement on him? It seemed to go away. You know, Michael Vick with the pit bullshit. Hey, listen, man, that shit carried. You got whole fucking stadiums. Look, America is white. Let's be realistic. NFL football, the sport of the game, is black. The fans are white. Okay? They, they treat it like it's some type of Roman Empire where, you know, you're, you're being entertained by, by uh, gladiators. But when a gladiator does something you don't like, you want to exercise them. And, and then the media kicks in and helps out even more. Colin Kaepernick exiled because he stood up for something when white America don't like what you're standing up for they blackball you it's just facts it's facts they create a narrative to make you look like you're anti-America anything you talk about as far as being fair being treated fairly they ain't trying to hear that shit they ain't trying to hear it because they don't live it and when you don't live it, you have a naive response to it because you haven't been through it. How the fuck can you say anything about anything when you don't know about it and you never been through it? That's how I look at it. That's what, that's what confuses me. How the hell are you going to tell me how I am in my black skin and what I need to do? How are you going to tell me what I need to stand up for? My America ain't your America. I love America, but we live in two different Americas. Minorities struggle. And they deal with a lot of racism, whether you're black, Chinese, or, uh, 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 Iranian, whether you're a Muslim, whether you're a Christian. And don't add in there if you're a homosexual. You you, you get you get you get treated uh, differently because they expect you to be what they want you to be. But that's not and that's not being an individual. You're not being an individual. If I got to be what you want me to be, what you think I should be. I can't be myself without being ridiculed. That's why you got a lot of these kids and these young kids killing themselves. Look at all this, the ignorant shit that's going on out here with uh, 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 people uh, uh, going into sh- and shooting up innocent people for no reason. Okay, people out here driving around with, in stolen cars, people out here with no licenses. They need to change the age for, uh, for drivers to 18. Because this is it's, it's ridiculous. All this racist uh, 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 banter, all this uh, 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 racial attacks on all minorities. Because if you're not white, then you're not important. That's how some people feel. I'm all for independence. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm an independent, I'm a free thinker. You know, I pay taxes just like everybody else. You know, but right is right and wrong is wrong. And when it comes to these sports, you know, you're proven in a court of law, you're innocent until you're proven guilty. And whether you have 100,000 cases pending, it can be 100,000 false cases. We've seen it many of times. We've seen people sit in jail their whole life and when they had the whole world against them uh, and they were innocent. You can't take them years back once you persecute somebody. And sometimes a sorry don't work when I done lost half my life. But that's how America has always been. And if you get too, 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 if you start talking too much and become too big, they'll kill you. The point of the matter is there is a higher structure here in America. It's, it's just facts. And when you start to break that structure, the powers that be will make sure they destroy you. And it starts with dragging your name through the mud. The ignorance of these rappers killing themselves and still selling drugs when you have money. Because you want to keep an image. You think corporate America give a fuck about you? Keep talking about killing your, killing your own kind? You're making the money. Yeah, yeah. Keep talking about blowing each other's heads off. Because that'll be an extra $100 million in my bank account. Because they're ignorant. And now you give an ignorant person money. Now they think that you're a, you think you're a god and can't be stopped. But within a heartbeat, like they always do, they record, they keep documents of everything that you do. And when they're ready to run your ass in the ground and throw your ass in jail and throw away the key, Then you look stupid and dumb. When you talk about and glorify killing, raping, uh, uh, doing drugs, murdering people on TV, on video, on live chat, because you want to be tough. But when the federal, federal, federal law come for you, you're dead in the water. And they put a RICO case on you. You're dead in the water. Man, I thought the goal is when you go into anything like your life as far as trying to get a job uh business uh sports whatever your dream is the goal is to put yourself and get financial freedom when you get financial freedom I didn't think that you stay in a you you'll do anything to put yourself in a situation to lose that freedom by going to jail by doing dumb things because there's business people that are crooks out here and and continue to get away with it that should be locked away. But no, they're going to focus on the minorities. They're going to focus on you rappers, you sports athletes. Businessmen been getting away with robbing America for the longest. The insurance company is the biggest thieves in the world. And they get away with it legally because the laws are written for white people. They're not written for nobody else. That's why you see things where when you see black people rising up and being successful, it's always a what, but are you? It's always a but are you? Are you a drug dealer? Are you an athlete? I can't be a doctor. I can't be a lawyer. I can't be a successful businessman. That's because that's how we're painted. If you're black and wealthy, either you're an actor, an entertainer, or in sports. Because any other way, you're selling dope or you're robbing people. There's no way that you can be successful without, without those things. You take those things away, black people won't be successful. That's what white people think. Believe me. And they'll use and abuse you until they get done with you. It's a pimp hole mentality. And these young rappers and these musicians out here that's doing all this gang-banging, violence, kicking, killing, talking about what they're going to do to each other, they loving it in, 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 in the boardroom. Keep it up. Keep it up, because you're a money train. And we're going to ride you till you die. And then when you die, we're going to keep riding you. Wake up. Stop being ignorant and naive. Grab a hold of yourself. Look at different examples, like Rick Ross. His, His source of income, he's a businessman. He's a great rapper, but he's not naive. Rapping don't last forever. You one hot song away. Or one bad album away from not being hot no more. You ride your wave, the wave don't last forever. Listen to that J. Cole album, 1985. Or that song, 1985. You're not going to last forever in the game. Drake is an anomaly, okay? His run is unbelievable. But when you get a fan base, respect your fan base, man. You get a platinum fan base, respect it. Put out good music, evolve and grow. Jay Z started from slanging dope, dope dealing, dope selling. Now you talking about investing in in businesses and companies and pictures and paintings. It's that you just have to show invo- You have to show that you can evolve. You can't keep yourself in the gutter all the time when you're not when you're rich. You can't talk about killing, slanging dope and doing all these things when you're worth $5 million. That storyline is false. And when when they try to maintain the storyline, like being what they was before they made money, that's when they die, like Bootsy said. Everybody always die in their own city because they don't know when to leave. Bootsy tell you, hey, man, I'm about making money. I ain't on none of that. I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to protect myself, but I'm about making money. I'm going to talk about these streets, but I ain't no fool. I got one foot in, one foot out, and mostly my foot is out. But if I have to get back dog, I have to get back dog and dirty, I will, and I can. But he's a smart businessman. I don't care about people flashing and showing money on TV. Hey, man, do you? But invest, man. You do you do deserve to enjoy your money. If you want to show people your money, that's your prerogative. But moving back to the football, Dallas Cowboys put up or shut up. I I, I can't even say it no no clear no more clearly. Dak Prescott, you got to put up. I'm, I'm I'm you're my favorite. This is my favorite football team here. You got to put up. There's no more excuses. Y'all have enough. Philadelphia has just surpassed y'all with. Making major moves. Put up or shut up. Philly, put up or shut up. They put players around the quarterback for Philadelphia. If he don't get it done this year, they're going to draft a quarterback or they're going to go seek a quarterback. Because they're, they're putting you, they're giving you everything you need to succeed and if you fail, you're not the answer. That, you got to do your thing or they're going to start looking at you sideways. Deshaun Watson, he's going to come in there. He's going to make Cleveland better. They already have a defense. You watch what I say. Sometimes you don't have to have an all-star receiver. You just got to have some. sometimes a bunch of good receivers and a great defense. Sometimes that's all it takes. I think it gets a little overblown where they feel you feel like, oh, man, if you don't have a great receiver, you can't win. No, if you don't have a great defense, you can't win. We didn't see offensive be explosive and lose. A lot of Rams, a lot Buffalo Bills, a lot Green Bay Packers. So it ain't all about having superstar receivers. Sometimes you have to be New England, have a whole bunch of good receivers, good tight ends, and play good defense, and have a quarterback that don't make bonehead decisions and shows up in clutch moments and don't shrink in the spotlight. Aaron Rodgers, Dak Prescott. He's not stepping up in the big lights either. They both look like deer in headlights. And again, this is my opinion. It's my opinion. Just like everybody else have their opinion. You know, but people quit to call you stupid or dumb if you have an opinion. Because their opinion is better than yours. No, your opinion is your opinion. My opinion is my opinion. And that's how I feel. Aaron Rodgers is a deer in headlights. Dax Prescott, a deer in headlights. You don't show up in the big moments. You run and hide. And then you make excuses. But one thing about Dax Prescott, he owns up. He eats it. He takes it. I I messed up. I got to do better. I got to do better. Aaron sends subliminal shots. Aaron posts his feet. Aaron shows himself climbing the Himalaya Mountains. Who cares? Nobody care about that. You got your way. Now you gotta go play. We are gonna find out. I'm hoping him. To, I want him to do well. I just don't think he will. He just don't make players better around him. He's he's a he's he's jealous and envious. And I ain't trying to hear nothing about what they should put. No, nah, well, it, Brady can say the same thing you are wasting a quarterback's talent. Well, Brady can say the same thing. It's the same thing with Brady. They wasted Brady. When Brady finally got a uh, elite receiver in Randy Moss, you see what happened. But did you hear him complaining? And if he did complain, he still got out there and played. Packers got a philosophy, and they ain't going to let no one man change it. And they did it again. They didn't get a receiver in the first round. They got a philosophy. Aaron don't run nothing. That's what they wanted to show, but they did get a receiver. They had to. Devontae got traded. Los Angeles Rams. Carr got an extension. Got to put up a shut up now. You're loaded on offense. You're loaded. Number one receiver in the league. Top five tight end. Decent offensive line. Good running back. Uh, you got some other other good young receivers. Defense is serviceable. No excuses. Like I said, Bengals, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for the Bengals. But we'll see. They made some upgrades as well. NFC, Giants, dead in the water. Jets, dead in the water. Detroit Lions, dead in the water. Minnesota, 500. Chicago Bears, up and coming. Jacksonville Jaguars, another tough year. Washington Redskins. Who knows? Football is all over over the place, and it's soap operas, twenty four hour party line, twenty four hour. Uh, they're almost like Big Brother. They don't shut down. They're in. They're in the, throughout your whole life, twelve months. You're always talking about them, and they do a good job of doing that. But I appreciate you guys, man, as always. I'm about to ride out. I'm back on deck. Other than that, peace and love. Continue to support. And I'm out of here. Bye.